hear this during like March Madness next year, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Why? Dude, the song is called Win. Yeah, yeah. It's motivational. Like, it, it's a layup at this point. Yeah, bro, it should have been on the World Cup shit. This uh, chorus is World like, Cup in Russia. Yeah, you think they're gonna play this fuck? What did they play? What's that guy's name? The Ooh, one who uh, had the record with Will Smith. Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. I always the forget Latin, his name. Latino guy. Yeah, but that's Bad like. Bad Bunny? Huh? Bad Bunny? Was it him? No, no, no. no. It's a guy. Nikki something. Nikki Jumper. Nikki J something. Yeah, yeah something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Because that's like. It's, that's world music. pop top 40 shit you yeah, know yeah. like not gonna bring out j-rock we're like win win <laughs> like <laughs> yo the, the, this is the like giants nba finals double a march madness no, the giants better adapt that shit get your um, fucking giants out of here bro think your broncos are gonna do something yeah nothing yeah the fuck you got a better shot than you bitch oh yeah the fuck oh yeah until you reminded that you cheer for the magic <clears throat> yo I'll, I'll eat that bullet as as you Bronco, no, would you have a choice? If my Broncos do well, my Chelsea your FC Broncos do well. Broncos are not going to gonna go, do bro. shit, bro. Yo, you're a hater because your team sucks. Get the fuck out of okay, here. We're going through Get rid of Eli already. Tell him to retire, fuck. Eli brought us two championships. All you guys are good for is dancing in fucking end zones with your blonde hair. You got to make it there before you can dance, <laughs> boy. When you guys don't that's get all there. all you're good for. When you guys don't get there. Odell Beckham. Do the shiggy challenge. Do the shiggy challenge, fuck. all you want. I, I will hate, fuck. I will hate. Broncos you call Eli up and you tell him to retire. <laughs> Honestly, don't even know what that means. Eli is the guy, man. Alright, fuck your team. We're back, guys. It's another episode of the Don't Be Mad Podcast. I'm your boy, Matthew, Lefty Lucky. Joined here with my man. Jamali, we back at it. And we got a special guest in the building. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, or yeah, we'll say a couple weeks ago. Why not? Who needs a timeline? <laughs> we were on a very fun. Time is flexible. It's exactly. fluid. It's fluid. Time is fluid. We were on a podcast called Lasers on the Ride. So we, we decided to return the favor and bring them on our side. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah, what's up? I'm Mike. From Lasers on the Ride. I think you introduced you me enough, there I think. I, I had to let them hear your voice. <laughs> so yeah, we've been like, prior to like the mics getting hot, just going back and forth on different topics. We started with music. Do you want to go back on that music conversation or we're just going to scrap it at this point? Whatever, man. It's whatever. All right, it's whatever. But I just had to remind him that fuck his giants. Who cares? <laughs> it's okay. Did you even play magic games on TV? Who cares about the Magic? Talk about your Giants, bro. My Giants are on TV, whether you like it or not. Are you a Laker fan now? No, I'm a LeBron fan. Yeah, Get it right. Fucking dickhead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm a LeBron fan. Where LeBron goes, my heart follows. He's a, <laughs> he's a brawny. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> Did you say you you're a fan of the Magic? Yeah, Orlando Magic. Nice. I am holding steady. Nice. When they're up, I'm up. When they're down, I'm down. Right. That's how we go about it. Right. You saw your best player just left, right? Mario Hazonia. <laughs> best. He he's an underachiever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. He's a Magic fan until the playoffs starts, and he started bangwagging all over the place. No, I just I just like watch. At that point, you just watch. No, you're a groupie. Cause then you would go OKC. Yeah, let's go. Yo, cause Westbrook's a baller, bro. I res- yo, I respect confident grinders, man. Right. I respect confident grind. You respect LeBron. Dude, like the same way I was showing Philly love because M- Embiid is just a shit talker and I like guys that got good banter. No, I'll give you, I, I'll give you that. You know? I'll when your team's you not in, you got to find some reason to watch. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got to have like four teams as far as I'm concerned. You got to have a front runner team. <laughs> you got to have a, a bottom team. And then you got to have the you gotta same all, two for the other the conference you know what I mean? right. all the levels of emotions and teams you, so got a like, team. you got your highs you got your lows and you got all your in-betweens you know so there's always hope <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh man so we just got that j-rock pumping in the back you know feeling that west coast love you heard this album oh man i love it yeah, yeah it's i love dope, it too. i've been playing yeah, yeah, it I love like it. so like honestly like if, if it was a cd it would have it would be done (laughs) like it would be skipping at this point the way i've been playing it man it's so good what's your music what's your like tde rank you know what i mean tde rank because for me j-rock he's like a cool number two honestly like i 
for me, like my style, I like Schoolboy Q the most. Yeah. Because like I like that, just like that gritty, that hard. Plus, like I feel like his beats always slap. His content is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really like Schoolboy Q. Like he, I he doesn't miss for me. So Q's your number one. Yeah, Q's my no, number one. I have one. to agree with that. Yeah, yeah you definitely. Do? Yeah. Shit. I, I think it's Q, J Rock, and Kendrick. Damn. See, for me, I would put Q, Kendrick, then J Rock, then Ab. Shit. Yeah. Nah, see, I'm like Isaiah SZA, Rashad. I, I, I won't put SZA because SZA's R&B, so. Yeah. Nah, I mean, like, yeah, I, yeah, I love R&B, no. like, it's whatever. My number one is Isaiah Rashad. He's number one. Oh, J-Rock sure, yeah. is two. Yeah, I forgot Got about Kendrick Isaiah. at three. Then Schoolboy. I don't count Abso. He's not on my list. I know, he doesn't put out enough, man. No. no. Like, but when he, he do put out, he put he's out He's lazy with the though. content. I don't like that. But, yeah, yeah when he does put out, it, it like, it hits. Because I find like he's, like, He's the abstract of that whole group. Yeah. Like he, he really like experiments with his sound. He's not afraid to like go outside of genre, which is good. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like an artist like that, I respect that. You know, because you got to take risks and you got to like. Push but that's the, the point of artistry, sense. right? Like I think we like uh, you hear it all the time. We're in a microwave era. You know what I mean? We always want to hear content continuously. Yeah. Some of these guys need time to you know experience life to write about it. And that's true. I think maybe that's what he's doing. I don't. I I can't speak for him, but. Yeah, like, I feel like more artists should break away from, like, well, you have some who want to give you, like, at least, like, three or four singles a month. Yeah. Or, like, the project a year. Sometimes it's better to just, like, break away. Like, when people, like, start flipping out on artists because they haven't had something for, like, two years, three years, I'm like, no, like, that's good. Let them live a little, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you want to get mad at a comedian for not doing a special year. They got to go outside and live some life to, like, have some stories to bring back to you, so... Expect that from your artists who are making music for you, you know? But not only that, I feel also too like it speaks to the quality of music when someone don't put out something for like a year or two years, but you're still bumping their old shit every day or yeah. very frequently. It just shows exactly, you know, the timelessness of the music. So, because like for someone like J Rock, you know, I can go back and listen, like Follow Me Home and still oh, like sure. enjoy the fuck out of it because it's a quality of work. Right. Schoolboy Q, you know, I go back to like setbacks and I'm just like, dude, they're front to back i'm enjoying it you and know? i like artists who takes their time because like it's the excitement you know what i mean there's an excitement knowing that a project is coming out you anticipate it you know what i mean so i think that, that love for music i think it plays well sometimes you hear so much records from an artist you're just like you don't even get time to appreciate it as a as a fan you yeah, just yeah. keep going on to the next one every single two months or something well it's crazy because like now in like the streaming era because you have like access to damn near every single artist that exists because of it every week there's at least 10 projects coming out across different genres where it's hip-hop r&b rock and roll and like i'm somebody who listens to like a lot of different genres you know like i whether it's electric whether it's rock whether it's hip-hop like i, I like to go across the board for moves you know yeah yeah like if I'm working out, I want something that's like fast tempo. So I usually go electric for that or I'll go like heavy metal, you know, just like something that makes me feel like I got to like run through a wall essentially, right. you know, but when I'm vibing out, I want like that R&B, that jazz, you know, like that old school hip hop, just like settle my mood, maybe like spark a J or have an edible and just vibe out, you know? No, no, for sure. Music is crucial to my life, so. I've been it. a professional artist my entire adult life and I've never like felt as bad about music and art as I do right now yeah. because to me my the problem with art isn't how fast everyone's releasing stuff or no one's it's the idea that no one's trying to do anything different right like people yeah. are literally looking at someone else and like Maybe that song was dope yeah. I'm gonna make some exactly well, like that song literally like me saying like the shiggy challenge you know like it's, right. it's literally that like shiggy comes out and you could tell like when he did it it was just a vibe like yeah whether he thought about it sat down and was like yo what should i do to this specific song from drake at the end of the day like when the video came out it looked like he was just having a vibe and right. now it's like you have hundreds of videos of everybody trying to, trying recreate, to recreate this, this vibe thing. but it's like no like if i see shiggy do it and i see Odell beckham do it and like i see another famous person what makes you think i want to see you do this yeah like yeah. i don't know who the fuck you are number one number two you're not even doing it as well as them like it's not even a vibe like you're literally just trying to mimic a moment to become viral you know and it's like fuck that shit try to do your own shit like maybe pick another song 
and start your own challenge or just yeah. do a fucking vibe yeah, yeah. and see how that picks up you know no but that's a good point i don't think there's originality anymore no right. it doesn't exist and the scare, like the fucked up it's part. Scarce. It's scarce. I would it's, say it doesn't exist. It's just very scarce. It is extremely scarce, but it's scarce in everything. It's scarce yeah. in like movies. It's scarce in like photography. It's scarce yeah. in like painting. You go on Instagram and like there's more painters than there's ever been in history. I guarantee you. Yeah. But all they do is paint pictures that they saw on the internet. Yeah. Like here's a picture They'll of recreate. fucking Tupac. Yeah, like, I'm going to paint it's that. It's not original. It's a recreation. Yeah, there's no ideas in anything. Yeah. It's like, or like they'll take like old school like cartoons like let's say arthur right and then like put them on like supreme clothing yeah, yeah and exactly babe, and it's just like why the fuck would you do it? like you're clearly you have talent right why are you trying to like recreate or modernize something that already exists like come to us with something that is literally your own concept of art well it's also about ex acceptation right people want to be accepted by the you know the masses right and i think if you to do something like that it's gonna attract a lot of eyes. Whether what you guys are speaking about it, you guys don't appreciate it, but yet you guys have seen it. I all. won't say I don't appreciate it. It's more of I don't appreciate it. I feel like that's something that so many people who are good at art could have done. Right, but I'm not saying you, whether you appreciate it. Or not. I'm just saying you're, we're having this conversation yeah. right yeah. now. So regardless of whether it's good or bad, it's the exposure it's that exposure, people are looking yeah. for. And I think most of the time in our generation, people do things for a reaction. They, there is not a, a love for something. It's the love of attention. Yeah. And I think that's where the problem, you know, comes yeah. from. Like, everybody wants to be relevant. That's a social relevant, media thing, too. Right. Like, everybody you know? wants to get the most likes, to get right. the most retweets, to just have the most attention on themselves. So right. it's what can I put out to But is that is even out? that just an inherent human thing? Like, doesn't everyone just want to be I, liked? I do think that is a human doesn't thing. Doesn't everyone just want to Everybody wants to be loved. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's it's not even that because the love you get online is not the same love because they'll love you in a moment and hate you in a split second. But I, still, but even with that, like you'll still get a rush of endorphins when you just see the amount of people that are just bigging up what you but, put yeah, out. But, that, but that, speaks, that speaks volume, right? Because if I, feel, if, if I need people from like, let's say, I, I get a lot of likes from people, let's say from England, they're across a long ways away from me. And so when I turn off my devices, how do I feel as a person? Because I'm not exposed to that well, love anymore. It, yeah. And, and that, I that's, get that, that is but scary. at the same time, it's like I said, it's that, it's that initial release of, wow, like there's this many people in England that recognize me for this moment. They didn't no. have to, but they did. And, and I get that it. enough, like but, it gives them that rush. So then the next time they put something out, they're hoping that that rush comes back. So it's like, like anything in life, like, you pop a pill, you get that high. Once it settles, are you going to go back again and pop a pill to get that high again? If that's what you pills. do. But I'm just using the example of it, you know? Right. It's like, it, that's what it is. It, it's that, that rush of a high. But at it, but even, even your reference to that, it's scary because, like, it's the way addiction builds, right? I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, no, they, social media is 100% an addiction. Right. They always say, you know, people chase their first crack high, right? They yeah. keep doing crack to get that first high, which they never will attain. And it also scares me because it just shows that how much the outside world could affect someone's inner feelings or mm. their affect someone's self-identity. Yeah, yeah that's everything. That is that's scary. And it's more scary now because you have a lot of people who don't even know themselves. You know what I mean? I'm 31 mm. and it took me a, not a long time, but I could just say like I'm getting into who I am as a person. Yeah, yeah. So when a 12 year old or even a 15, 18 year old do these things, for reaction and don't get it or it stops given that's dangerous so i mean I, I i i agree with what you're saying it's just people need to be themselves i think that's what it needs to come down to oh it's this dangerous territory that we're in right now it's just like i said like social media is an addiction like it's come to that point and it's also at a point where social media has become necessary in certain venues but i mean it's easy to pinpoint and say social media but i think a lot of us uh, in this generation in this society lack self-appreciation self-love self-confidence self-confident and we need to get it from an external point right and social media somehow gives us that platform where we could kind of reach out you know what i mean but it's not social media it's a social issue yeah you know what i mean i don't think social media is to be blamed for that 
But, well, speaking on the topic of confidence, I think confidence is something that is inherently built from outside forces. Like, you don't know you're good at something or you're excelling at something unless outside forces let you know that or you have something that's comparable to it. Like, let's say, in a, for an instance, like, I'm playing basketball, I'm good at basketball, or I feel I'm good, but then I meet other people that are better than me. Right. That's a confident shooter. Whereas, let's say, same situation, I'm playing basketball, I go up against other people, and I realize, yo, like, I'm actually skilled at this. And there's people that are actually looking at me like, yo, like, you should pursue this like you should do like more professionally make it like a profession right and in that sense that builds confidence like you don't realize it unless somebody gives you that understanding and exposure that's an outside force but i mean that's it has it goes both ways right yeah no because it, it also it you could go very well play against a bunch of kids and be like yo i'm good and your motivation or what drives you could be literally stopped because you feel like you've reached your pinnacle you don't even need to try anymore and it prohibits you from actually reaching higher potential. And just the same way, like, you can go play against a bunch of kids and you got destroyed. And then you're like, you know what? Instead of watching this episode of Power, I'm going to go learn to jibble without looking at the ball. Or I'm going to go, yeah. you know, shoot some they just jump shots. You know what I mean? It affects people differently. What I'm saying is, and what I guess what you're saying too, is that people lack identity. Everybody wants to be everybody. Yeah. So that's the problem. No, I agree with that. I do, I do agree with that. Well, I just think there's like an inherent need as a human to fit in amongst a tribe. Absolutely. Yeah. We're you know social what I mean? Creatures. Yeah. And like this is given, like it's way easier to do that by doing exactly what the other person is doing. Right. You know what I mean? Like we can recognize each other because we're the same person. Right. Yeah. And it feels like a lot of people are just doing like just that. Just having things in common and things that you relate about. Yeah, like like you said, like humans need a tribe. Like you need something that you can attach yourself to because try to exist in this world where you are literally just like a lone wolf. It's gonna be a horrible life. Yeah. Because at, at a certain point, you just need something outside of yourself that can not only give you explanation but also give you drive. Right, but it's and also it. Do you want to be also dependent on that? Because that's what it comes down to, right? A dependency. Well, yeah, you got to find that healthy balance. Right, but what exactly is the healthy balance because maybe like for someone like myself i'm not very heavy on needing that like social media love i use social media because get the information we use it for the podcast right you know have friends on there it's good to communicate with them on that right. but overall like i can and often do log off and like for days not use it almost definitely but what i'm saying is that as much as we have a lot in common. I appreciate everybody that I meet for their differences. Yeah. I just think it's about perception and perspective, right? As opposed to being like, if you're in a room full of people who are just like you, how much are you going to grow? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to grow. Oh, it's that famous saying, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to get out that room. Right. If everybody look like you and act like you, then are you really, ju you're just existing, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. So, I think people need to see that and understand that and that's what they're doing and it would probably create a different, you know, mindset that, yeah. yo, being different is a good thing. Yeah. No arguments here, bro. I don't think it's going to happen, though. No. No. <laughs> I think we've moved it's like, great, like You need opposition. Like, you need people who have, like, ideas that not necessarily clash with yours, but are just on the opposite spectrum of it you know so that creates growth you know of course do you believe that though because like i genuinely do i hate the whole devil's advocate idea you know what i mean when you yeah. say something that's clear like this is the right side on this and well, someone's like but there's wait, between let like, me tell you the other somebody side. who's like of an opposing idea and somebody who's a contrarian yeah you know like because you do have like on here i'll play devil's advocate because i'm willing to just like push the conversation yeah, forward yeah. But overall, it's like you have some people that they will literally argue you just to argue. Right. And that isn't healthy in itself because at I that point, that you shit. lose your identity as well. Because right. what exactly is your stance? You right. know, are you, do you genuinely feel this way? Or are you arguing simply because you want to have a clash? Yeah. And that's not good. But what I mean is in a sense of like having opposite sides of the spectrum is, you know, like for myself, like I know people who are necessarily on the side of like let's say like for example republicans and democrats okay yeah you know like 
I know people who are more like of conservative mindsets. Yeah. And they they're more traditionalist and and want to stay in that realm. And I don't have arguments or clash with them when we have these type of discussions. It's more of we share our ideas, we have the conversation about it, and and we come to conclusions based on what we go by. Whereas you can have those same exact type of conversations with people that are on the opposite ends, but they don't approach it in the sense of I want to learn what you're teaching me. They just want to impose what their theory is and leave it at that. And、Or、those are the people. Yeah, and those are the people that are are more on like the dangerous end of it because yeah, yeah. you're not growing and learning at that point because you're just coming here with this is my philosophy and if you don't accept it you're wrong, and that's bad. But I mean, it's also bad. Like people do things just to be loved. I think that's crazy. That it to me is nuts. Like it's an idea that I never.、Yeah. Well, you know me. I'm very different. You know, I like to push the boundaries sometimes. I see how <laughs> you, I feel. You you live by the beat of your own drum. Yeah, I like I, I don't really. Give two shits very often, <laughs> which is it's a given a curse because sometimes I feel like, you know, that that attitude might be taken wrongly by others who doesn't really know me. So, but that being said, it's like you really need to. I think like we need to find a way that people could really appreciate themselves and what they're good at.、Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's good at something, and everybody should be different. You know what I mean? People, every we could all exist in the same space. We don't have to love. Each other, but we respect is what it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Should we start pushing the topic? Because, <laughs> hey, man, we like completely left out the list. <laughs> <laughs> Where should we start, man? Well, we were talking about Azalea Banks, so you want to jump back into that conversation? Man, Azalea Banks is such a hard thing to talk about because she's clearly just someone with some serious fucking issues. Yeah, yeah. that like. At this point, it's not even like it's like it's not funny anymore. Like she's got I've, I've serious issues. I never felt it was funny because, like, like you said, like it's it's a mental health situation. Yeah, like serious, and it's bothersome because there's times where you feel she's trying, and then there's times where you feel like she just doesn't give a fuck. And it's more a matter of is that because of the mental state, or is this literally like how you how you actually feel? Yeah, But, yeah, and again, that ties in with what we we're just talking about.、Yeah. Maybe she's doing this shit just for reactions. Maybe she's doing、to、this, this extreme, for the attention. I don't think it's reaction because I mean, it's it's very self-destructive. Yeah, and from your perspective, and from the way you're we're looking at it from outsiders, maybe this is the only way that media picks up on her and what she does and who she is well, as an artist. To fill in the listeners, this is what happened. Azalea Banks was appeared on. While and out for recording, and during the recording, apparently during like the roasting session that they always do, she broke down and started crying, and went on record saying how like while and out made me cry, and and because of it now she's canceling her album, which I don't think she should. I mean, the main thing to me that bothered me is she tried to frame it as if they were doing problematic yeah. things. Yeah, you know like I mean? she framed it as if like they were coming all, at me as like, a black everybody, woman. Yeah, exactly. Like they, she made it a racial thing. She made it a thing as like like a sex, sexist thing, and being like, yeah, as a black woman, this is like they were saying this about me and that. And but anybody who's ever watched Wild and Out knows, like, no matter who has been on that show, everyone gets shot thrown at、yeah. them. Like well, it's just、yeah. the way it is. So, for me, looking at it, especially like knowing all the past things that happened with her, I look at it as she needs to come to a space where she not just accepts the fact that she has a lot of mental health issues going on in her life, but also get to a point where she just breaks away from everything to take care of it. But again, it's again attention seeking, because I think honestly speaking, I don't. I, this is what like. In the last few years, she she pops up once, twice a year with some sort of controversy. Last、and、like six years, it's you routine. Know what I mean? it's, it's very routine. routine. It's very routine. She came out, and I feel like every time I hear about her, it's some craziness, right? Yeah. And again, it's attention grabbing. You know what I mean? Like again, what what's the correlation between what Wild and Out did to her, so that she has to push? Or even deprive her fan of her new music, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Which is drawing that, more attention to her、it. her album, right? Yeah. Now even people who may not have known about her music skills or her artistry might be interested now to go listen to her. You know what I mean? Like it's it's that type of behavior, like what we're saying. People would want to do things to garner attention. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But I mean, at this point, none of it's good attention. No, it's like, not. None of it. But like, again, she never looks good in these stories. Again, it doesn't matter. It's still attention. It does matter. It, it really does matter because one thing that we know is, especially if you're an artist, right. for her, she's showing and exhibiting a habit that is one minute I'm the victim, next minute I'm the attacker. Right now, she's the victim. But I won't be surprised if in like two, three weeks, Guaranteed. she's the attacker again. Guaranteed. Because she's, uh, whether it's been on Twitter, Again, she's attacked other female again, artists. Again, she's it's attention down on grabbing, right? Whether whether whatever you however you look at it, it's attention grabbing. She loves it. She obviously strive off it because she, she loves was, it. But I don't think it's something that's helped her, especially in the last. But if three, it hasn't four helped her, why why continue? Because, because she it's, has it's her mental real health. human yeah, problems. Like, <laughs> and, and that's what it, it, wow. it's not attention. It's it's a mental health situation. It's you need to really figure out who you are what your path is and if you are going about it properly clearly she's not and she doesn't you don't think she has a team of people around her who are i don't somehow caring i, at, I, I don't at this point no because no if way. she had a team of people around her then things like she wouldn't have been on record after that recording talking about the situation her team would have handled and be like look we're just going to edit that out we'll keep the good parts we'll work it out boom we're good if you have a team they'll handle your breakdowns for you they'll make sure it never hits the spotlight so that your positive image is maintained right but when had she ever had a positive image in the media in the beginning in the beginning yeah. it was her, her against iggy yeah. azalea and we all had her back yeah <laughs> right. you know there I mean? was really a point where dude like whether it was black women the gay community like she had such a following that everybody was saying like she's the next one up she was in music festivals like her first like singles coming out were like num like not number ones but like hitting those top 40s they were on the radio like everything like she was really that next one but she but also then, had a label behind her right yeah does yeah. she have one now i assume she's no, independent she right like now. wilded her but, way out of but a that's deal. the thing it, it's not even a matter of her music not selling that's why she lost these things it were her personal antics it's her going on Twitter and calling people the F word, you know, and, and then attacking other female artists or going on shows and not performing her full length or being on, on like sets to be in movies and not doing her part and having blow ups on set. Like these are the things that led to essentially where we're looking at her now, like you need to get help. And we're not saying it as a matter of like, we don't care about you. We're saying because we care about you. That's crazy. I mean, I don't follow her to that degree. So, yeah. I mean, to me, when she started going like, at the, uh, like against the One Direction dude and started yeah. dropping all that f shit, yeah, it's like she seemed like a person trying to end her career. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, that's exactly, it, someone's got to stop the, me right the now. The people she's attacking and the way she's attacking them, it, yeah, it's not. It's, it's things that you're not just gonna walk away from this, and, and also you're not gonna put out a statement and people are gonna be okay with it. It's like no, like. You went above and beyond in a way that's not forgivable. Wow. Which is why a lot of her fan base, like the people that are still around, hats off to them. Like, I don't know how you're still around because it's that it's been that bad over the years. Yeah. But the fans she's lost, it's understandable because there's only so many times, like I said, you can be the attacker, then be the victim, then be the attacker, then be the victim. Like it, it, it can only go on so long. Hey. It's hard. It's hard to to watch. Well, I mean, her. I hope, I pray, and hope somebody's around her who cares for her enough to to reach out and either at least give her some sort of guidance or something. Because yeah, if it's if it's that personal, I mean, her life is at at risk because you never know when they're gonna go off the deep end. Yeah. And I mean, in this day and age where you know what I mean, everything is on display for us to all see. Like that's bad. Yeah, it is. Like I told you, everything I've ever heard from her, like I've heard her music in the early stages, but I never really I knew see, like, much. She has good music. It That's the fucked up part. Is like, she's she actually talented. She's actually like what you were pretty much describing before. She's very different. Yeah, yeah. she is. And let's say because like she has like not necessarily like a pop style, but she has that EDM style, you know. But she gives you like rapping. She she'll even give you the. She's R &B. rapping a fucking ass off. Yeah, on this and shit. and it's on EDM beats. So it's like, yo, this is gonna pop at the festivals. It's gonna pop on the radio. The videos are gonna play. It's like she has it. 
But then she does this other shit and it's like, people don't want to support you because you do this in the background of the great art that you have. But also too, do you think that there's a line that they shouldn't cross with Wildin' Out? Like, I feel like, yes, they go at Nick all the well, time. Look, there's always a Mariah joke I feel coming. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Until, like, the episode is released. Because I feel at this point, they have no choice but to release it with everything that happened. Right. Because it's like, the free promo is there. Like, she she put it out there. Now, everybody's going to want it. Right. So, until that episode comes out, until we see it, I have to reserve my, my judgment on it. I got to see it. Well, first. I mean, you should also, then we would also have to reserve our judgment on her behavior, even though well, no, we're taking precedent to what like, happened I'm before. I'm not talking about this specific thing right. alone. I'm talking about a pattern that she exhibits. Right. But I mean, there's, there's been a lot of wild and out guests who literally, you could tell they may not have cried, <laughs> but you could literally look on their faces. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they're like, like, there's why been so many, I? yeah, there's been situations where you look and you're just like, oh, that, that was a hard one. Yeah. It's like situational. You don't go to a roast and then get your feelings hurt. Yeah. Right. It's like, but I mean, again, like you said, she's the one who shed light on it. Maybe some other artist has cried and never shed light on it either. Very possible. Very possible. Like, but I, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of people walked out a while now and be like, yo, fuck these people. I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it would not help because they go that hard on people who, who come. But at the same time. The people who usually come and appear have shots ready to go for every single person that's there. You know, because a lot of those guys on that show have had issues, like, things that have come up on, like, TMZ or, like, oh, any sure. other, like, media takeout ball or all that shit, oh, you know? Sure. Like, it's happened. It's not like their sacred lives are protected, you know? Like, it comes out. So, you gotta go on that show ready to, to receive shots and send some right back. Blow for blow, man. Pound for pound. Be ready. I mean, do I think that you can go too far on that show? Yeah. Like, yeah, I haven't seen them do it, but yeah, of course you can. The things she was saying, like, they didn't sound like they were too far. Point is, you don't gotta be ready if you stay ready. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just hope she gets help, man. If she needs help, she should get it. She needs help. Yeah. Guaranteed. And people Look, should and be around her. I mean, like... I, I want her to get the help because I like her music. Yeah. Like, you can't deny... The strength of her artistry like it's there well hopefully she get rid of the yes man i guess because at that point I'm, i have to assume that the people around her are a bunch of yes men unfortunately you know what i mean they have to be because i mean if i was around her i mean like if this is a constant outburst you have to take some time out and like look at yourself reevaluate shit before you continue but Maybe she loves it too. I don't know. Maybe she's right now laughing about the whole thing and we're here talking about it. Thing that she has a mental issue. She just thinks this shit is funny. Cause yeah, maybe. She has her own like, you know, 15, 25 minutes of fame. And from a human perspective, I hope so. And I hope yeah. that. But if it's the case, <laughs> if I were to guess, sad. I think she's in a closet crying her eyes out. I just hope she's not killing any more chickens. Out. Killing chickens? Yeah, she's you didn't know about killing chickens too. No, I never heard. I don't know. She was connecting we'll do with some her, reading on a partner, bro. You yeah, find yeah, a lot of African witchcraft side. Yeah. So she was sacrificing <laughs> chickens in the closet. All right. Okay. Uh, next up, you wanna do one of this Papa John? Have y'all ever had Papa John's? Do they have Papa John's in Canada? No, I don't. No. I don't think okay, so. Yeah, it's but I've had Papa John's. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, terrible. it's, it's the worst pizza yeah, it's like, not that great. ever had. Like if somebody gives you like free Papa John's. Slap him in the face. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> they it's they clearly don't like you, <laughs> yeah. and they want you to get uncontrollable diarrhea. <laughs> it's the worst pizza in North America. Man. It's disgusting. <laughs> Probably the, no. I'll say it in the world. <laughs> well, you see that we we from Montreal, so we couldn't have like a bias because we got good pizza here. We got great pizza. We got man. great pizza out here. So for a lot of people, maybe that's the best they could afford or even know about. Well, I mean, I grew up in North Carolina, and there wasn't much pizza out there, but. Papa John's was still the worst. <laughs> worst. <laughs> like you'd rather go to the grocery store and get like that regular like Italian yeah, pizza like, with just like the sauce on it. Like what's we'll this Adderall? Man, like, well, Adderall, Adderall man. toppings, bro. <laughs> That's super thick dough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather do that. Like, I'll add my own cheese. We're good to go. Throw it in the oven. <laughs> But this dude, shit's happened with this guy before, right? Like, oh, he's had so the many situations, especially like. I feel like this is like a, a lot of things have been happening, especially after the NFL like cut their contract with them. Yeah, that's what I was about to bring up. 
because like during like the whole like NFL protests that were going on, oh yeah, he, he like saying, went on record saying how oh this is bad for business. No, like your shitty pizza is bad for business. Yeah. <laughs> Not the fact that these NFL players are taking a knee, yeah. you know. But now like the latest story was that he was in a conference call talking to like some other execs and basically made a comparison of like him using like the N word compared to like Colonel Sanders when he was alive using the N words and being like that didn't stop people from buying fried chicken so why would it stop people from buying pizza and it's just like what I heard it was it was him on a conference call talking about like I don't understand why I'm getting all this hate yeah Colonel Sanders yeah. used to call black people nigger yeah and no literally. one hates him and it's like what the fuck <laughs> like why do you think in 2018 that is a a genuine comparable situation like what goes through your mind to be like yeah back in like 19 fucking what 50 40 whenever i don't even fuck, know 1842 too far <laughs> in the past when colonel sanders is alive dealing with his fried chicken recipe that he stole from black person yeah yeah we know it we know it oh shit is this a fact i don't know anything about when's this. the last time you've seen white person season the food tyler you season your shit <laughs> he said no <laughs> okay like, let's be real <laughs> just no. throw it on the grill <laughs> add, some, add some ketchup some barbecue sauce we're good to go <laughs> oh man that Dude. sounds like papa john's pizza like so <laughs> literally <laughs> that is bad y'all terrible literally no but i just think that comparative is and i mean i don't think i think he's probably you know it's on record for him but i think that that mindset might be you know propagated elsewhere i think a lot of people have that and share that same perspective of course oh yeah of so course they do man you know he has something to lose obviously so it's a it's a topic yeah, of conversation a multi-million dollar company which is looking like they're going to be kicking him off well he resigned yeah, he resigned immediately, that's and then the, that's the PR move. He yeah. resigned immediately, but we all know the bo the board was like, "Yeah, you're done." Well, like <laughs> two days later, he yeah. released a statement saying that he regretted resigning. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hilarious. The block was too hot, man. He had to get the fuck <laughs> yeah, out of here. <laughs> but the use of that word, I mean, people use it very frequently. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, like even for myself, like I'm. I I use it on occasion, but compared to my younger years, I've done a a very mindful job of not using that word as much. And that's just like obviously a personal decision, but also just growing up and un like having more of an understanding of the history of the word and knowing where it came from, how it affected right. so many people. It's like I feel like I just have a personal responsibility to the way I represent myself. No, the most definitely. I mean, I said I could say the same thing. But I feel like there's a difference. Like, I, like his statement was like sort of like I should be able to address a black person using the nigger word, like N word. Like he should be able to. I think that's that's problematic. Yeah. I think I think his thing was more like, look, whatever problematic shit I do, it's not the worst problematic yeah, shit. Right. <laughs> like that, that's exactly what I felt it right. was. Because for him, it was more a matter of, and I think this stemmed in relation to those like the NFL situation that happened, like in because. He was also talking about how he was saying how, oh, we don't need the NFL. Like, we broke away from them because they're the problem, you know? Where, no, the, the truth was, like, there's too many complaints about your product and the way you run your company and the way you're approaching us, even though you benefit being a part of us. We don't benefit being a part of you. Like, you're talking about the fucking shield. NFL no matter who's with or against yeah they the win. product makes bang yeah like it happens look with everything that happened with the protests they still had high ratings they still put on the biggest super bowl they ever had like they still had all the sponsors coming in because it's a product that makes money if you can be a part of the nfl you that's win. a boost to you on every degree yep so, I fucking hate the NFL. The NFL is one of the most evil corporations. I hate that I love in America team. right now. Because I wish NFL to me was like like baseball. Or like yeah. I'll watch it on occasion, but like I don't like outside of like let's say like the Yankees and occasionally the Blue Jays. Like I don't really have a team that I'm like yeah, yeah. this is my a team. I'm gonna fall. I'm loyal. I'm like no. Them. Like I just I just watch because you know like. I got three hours to fucking blow. You know? <laughs> like, I literally have nothing. Yeah, like to do. I literally like I, I'm meeting a friend at, at six. It's three o'clock, and 
You know, like, fuck it, there's baseball on, let me watch a couple innings, you know? Outside of that, like, like, but for me with the NFL, like, I grew up, like, my family, like, big football family, like, everybody has their own team, like, we all watch and enjoy it, and, like, I grew up with the NFL. No, yeah, so, for sure. with everything that's happening now in the NFL, it's like, I have this thing where it's just like, I still want to, like, watch and support and enjoy yeah. my team. But then I hate this list of things that the yeah. NFL is doing. I mean, I'm coming from a different place. Like, uh, I was born in Sweden. Then I moved here for like four or five years. Then I moved to North Carolina. So at like 11, I moved to North Carolina. And when I moved there, I wouldn't stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance and shit. They would do the Pledge of Allegiance. I was yeah. like, no, fuck that. I'm not like, I don't believe in this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean, it doesn't bother you that the NFL straight up treats black people like fucking no, slaves, like me. niggers. Fuck <laughs> you know what I mean? It literally bothers the fuck out of me. And and one of the biggest things, is it's the, the fact combine, that. The combine, that shit is disgusting. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's modern day slave trading. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, we're going to show you this product of black men. Yeah, yeah. And Make yeah, I get it. There's white men as well, but now we'll praise let's be him. real. Appraise him. Yeah, it's yeah. like we're gonna tell you their value oh, yeah. based on how much they can lift, how fast they can run, how high they, they can, can jump. jump. Yeah, yeah. You know how much things they can push. It's like you ever see the, you see those like 45 year old white dudes go up and touch them and shit. You know what I mean? Like, weird, like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. Like measuring their biceps. Why is that like, shit? Dude, what the fuck? Like it's like I. I don't think I've ever watched the combine or given yeah, a yeah. fuck about the no, combine. You can't watch that shit. It's you just can't like watch it, that. to me, it's like no, this is fucking <laughs> awkward. Yeah, yeah. Like it is awkward as hell. Like they've literally played two plus years NCAA football. How do you not know how good they are? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have tape. They need to inspect the product, man. We have tape. We've seen what they, they need can to have do. Hands on. Why do we not have to have this combine where we put them in spandex and make them do these trying exercises? <laughs> like, no, like, honestly, though, it, it's, yeah. it makes no fucking sense. It's, it's the most modern example of how the slave trade works. And then you take, like, the sport that's the most physical. It's literally built yeah. off of physicality. Physical yeah. yeah. And you don't get into like guaranteed. Like the contracts. only other sports that are that physical are are hockey, rugby, and rugby. Like outside, yeah, of they all got guaranteed contracts. You know what I mean? That like too. Football, you get like, hurt. You like we're not this even off pay season you. was the first time a fully guaranteed contract was what? issued. Really? Yeah, oh. to Kirk Cousins uh, to the okay. Minnesota Vikings. Okay, it's the yeah, first yeah. time ever Maybe this fully is a guaranteed right here. contract was issued. Wow, which is gonna set a standard now. I hope. Which it should it because, it. dude, like these guys go out there and you're you're looking at guys that are anywhere between 240, like 300 pounds, running at each other at full speed, in pads, beating the shit out of each other. Mo like the average lifespan for an NFL player is three to six years if they're lucky, and that's the average. Like, don't look at superstars. Don't look no, at like the sure superstars. Not. The average, because like, you were thinking like every roster has 53 players. Average lifespan is three to six years. That's crazy. I don't know. I, I it's think insane. it's even, I think it's lower than that because I find like very often on a on a football team we only know the superstars. The, yeah. the you know the snapper. Is it really might, 53 players? 50, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 53 man roster. Yeah. That's crazy. Every team has a 53 yeah. man roster. Yeah, no idea. You, know you have mean? your starters, your seconds, your thirds. Third. And you have your practice units. Some, yeah, you have your practice squad. Some teams, like depending on positions, you'll have a four string, but it's very like position dependent. And then yeah, your practice squad. But I mean, it, it's crazy to think like you could have a job today, and because of your job, let's say you're a construction worker, right? You go on field and a brick fall on your toe. You're protected. You can go on, you know, sh disability till you're, you know, rehabilitated to go back on the work. Football players like do crazy shit, and all they, they have a broken toe. Oh, sorry, your contract is yeah. null and void. Yeah, and I mean, like, how do you think? Like, they how cut do you, you, they give you your whatever was left on your guarantee, and that's, and that's it. it. And, but a lot of times, you have these guys who are playing, who maybe have a low six hundred figure deal, yeah, because they're a third string or a practice squad guy. So like, they get injured. We can't use you in practice anymore. Yeah, cut. Yeah. yeah. 
like that simple. Until you're healthy again, then you prove yourself through a physical. Then, and then you maybe have, yeah, you'll get yeah, a maybe contract, you'll work your way but back. But the contract up. you'll get back will still be less because you're coming back from an injury. injury. And like, it's not even like you could go back to the same. You could go back to the same team, but most of the time they're going to practice for somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's crazy to me the way that structure is built. Oh, it's like fucked, man. It's crazy. It's so fucked. Yeah, I can't support. It. Also, I just don't like the sport. I just I love my. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I played it. So uh, I played it, it as well. It, but like, like I said, like for me, it's like growing up in a football family. Everybody just like love. every Sunday it was like a thing, you know. Yeah, like yeah. We got together and watched, and then like Monday nights, and like this is just how the family was. So growing up that way, and then like I said, like I hate where the NFL has gone because the one thing that could have settled this was when like those first initial talks about CTE was coming out. They could have yeah. easily dealt with that shit. Oh, it, these are the findings that it's coming. Like a player committed suicide. We, we, after autopsy, they realized he had a lot of brain damage. We got to fix this. We got to figure it out. Is it, is it pads? What is it? Like what's going on? Simple. Say you're here for the players. You want to support them. No, they sweep it on the rug. They try to hide it. They want to bury all the evidence that say that what they're doing created this condition. Right. So that's the first thing. And then now when you have guys that are going out there saying, you know, like and Colin Kaepernick specifically, we've talked about him on this podcast many times, but he had a simple message. He said what it was. And even after, like when he went from sitting on the bench to kneeling on the sideline, he said exactly why he was doing it because he had a conversation with a veteran who told him, you know, it'll be more respectful yeah. if you kneel yeah. on the sideline with your, your teammates rather than sitting on the bench. It'll still show respect to the flag, but you can still have your peaceful protest clear as day and they still take what he said and twist it and be like no you're disrespectful to the flag the country the veterans meanwhile when you actually talk to veterans they have absolutely no problem with what any of these yeah. players and it's crazy doing. that they have a problem because i remember as a kid you know watching football and during the national anthem when they first started it because it wasn't always like that I remember seeing people like Emmett Smith sitting down, just relaxing. I remember seeing dude Steve Tim Young. Tebow used to take a I knee mean, and pray during the anthem all the time. You know what I mean? No, but not just the kneeing part is respectable. I'm talking about like if you had a problem with him kneeling, you had a problem with Emmett Smith just sitting down doing nothing. You know, yeah. just, you know, drinking, keep, keeping hydrated or whatever. It, it's amazing to me. The problem is not what he I mean, did. Smith was a fucking superstar, though. <laughs> but I mean, so was Kaepernick at the time he decided to do that. He wasn't a bad player. I mean, what it was his rookie, his rookie year or well, his second was, no, year? No, the year he started doing it, he had just come off of injury. Right. So he was a backup at that point. No, no, I know, but I'm talking about his prior years. I mean, he brought the no, 49ers. No, I think he was like in year four or something. No, like no, that. but I'm talking about what he has accomplished before oh, yeah. then. He you made know, it to a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, right? Oh, shit. As, as a, a starting quarterback, age, as he made it to, quarterback. to Super Bowl. I, it was his second year. If I, yeah, his second year. Yeah, his first year, he was back up to... Um, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, right? Yeah. Alex Smith got her, and then he took over. He took over, and then... And then the following season, he, he made he it to the Super Bowl. brought them to the Super Bowl. So he did accomplish something, you know what I mean, that most greats probably have you know done but in, at a very young age i just think the problem is his message and i that to me is scary that these guys are not allowed to have a message they shouldn't have an opinion you're being paid millions shut the fuck up take yeah. your money go home enjoy. that's the like NFL, you're not allowed to be an individual you, yeah you're basically a spoke and a cog yeah that's no it. you're you're property because even when they they decided to have the owners join the team the the players on the pitch on the field for the you know most of them was forced to actually yeah stand. the cowboys shit was weak as fuck i don't like the cowboys. we're gonna kneel cowboys. together fuck the cowboys before the national anthem and then they're gonna stand for them it's like yeah. get the fuck, fuck out, out of here, here man dallas is terrible You're i don't know if you ever bullshit been to dallas. oh my god <laughs> it's racist oh. as shit jerry jones get the fuck out of here you dickhead I'm a Giants fan, so I don't really fuck with the Cowboys anyway. So. Yeah, fair Probably enough. chin deep in a prostitute right now. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of problems with the NFL, period. I mean, and I think that's something they should really look into. I, I think personally, it's hard as a fan because I tried last season. I tried my best. To not only watch, watch, to not watch. Okay. I only watch Broncos games, and even even as a which was hard for me. <laughs> right, I don't. Know, I, I think I probably watched six <laughs> Giants game, and it was like while I was writing a paper or some shit. It was nothing like where 
even this year, like we normally meet up as boys and we watch the Super yeah, Bowl we'll together. Go to like, we go didn't to do a that pub, shit. We'll watch games. We didn't do that. Not at all. I didn't yeah. do it. I was not for it. Yeah, I think like the only time I watched games that weren't Broncos games were like when my boy James would like hit me up. He'd be like, yeah, you want to come to my place? We're having barbecue. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. You know, like, but there's, these were conscious decisions? Like you were both cutting down kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. Because, I was. And it was not just... because, And not only because of what was happening, but you would be watching the games and the people talking during the games are talking about the situation. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like, I can't even at the very least have some type of yeah. escape of just what's going on where you're happening. just going to talk about football. <laughs> right. They'll be like, they'll name a player and be like, yeah, he was one of the people that protested as well, you know, but he's doing this in the community. But he, at the same time, like President Trump, and it's just like, watch it on mute. Yeah, like yeah. I have to, uh, you know, or like just turn it off completely because it's like, what the fuck? Like I'm trying to watch the game and not think about the things that are pissing me off about the game. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for, like I said, I play football, right? And I, I like, I watched the CT, CTE movie with Will Smith that came yeah, out. Yeah, I've seen it. Concussion yeah. or whatever. Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell the truth. But, you know, it was crazy to watch the, 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 the length as to which they went, not to protect the life of these players, but their pockets. Yeah. It's scary. And I'm like, I've known you got hit before. I've gotten hit. You know what I mean? To the point where I remember vividly getting hit. And for like at least five to ten seconds, it was a headache. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I was I've like, suffered Whoa. concussions, knee you know injuries, what I mean? ankle injuries. Like, the and whole as, as a night. kid, you know, you know, my obviously my parents put my my hands in the coaches, my life in the coach's hands, and he'll just you know either tell you to stay in the game or you pull you to the side, you know, skip a couple of plays and put you back in. Yeah, the dumbest thing they'll do is like the looking and be like. You good? You get smack <laughs> on the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I have a concussion. Don't smack the fucking helmet, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, shit. I like it. So, you, you, you. That's just a test to see how well you deal yeah. with the concussion. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, so get back out there. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, you, you ha I see this. I see this movie and I'm like, yo, that's kind of deep. And then around the same time, you had that Hernandez story. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. You know what I mean? And then you, you, Kaepernick was coming out. And then at the same time, although I'm not a Redskin fan, I don't like the name. I think that got to go. And yeah, that does have to go. And also, <laughs> there's so much shit wrong with the NFL right now. <laughs> As I'm listening, I'm like, oh, shit. Redskins got to go. <laughs> Cleveland Indians, Indians and gotta, baseball, baseball got to go. Gotta go. Like, yeah. Edmonton Eskimos got to go. go. Like, what the fuck, man? You know what I mean? And so I'm looking at to this. To name a few. And I remember watching, uh, I think was... RJ3 was playing, I think it was a, was that a playoff game? Which game? RJ3, when he twisted his ankle or his knee and the coach kept putting him in. And I'm like, this guy is vividly hurt. Mike Shanahan is known for killing his players. but uh, Take him the fuck out of the game. I, I don't think it was a playoff game. I it wasn't was a playoff. I think it was regular season. Regular season. <laughs> and you could <laughs> yeah, literally. Worse. Dude, you're starting quarterback. You line him up as a wide receiver and you actually run the play to him. That's crazy. What are you doing? That's literally, literally on, like, that's I don't care about this that's person. Literally like, putting I don't him, literally, literally putting him on an island against a fucking ball. Yeah, like, like that's care. what it is. And what was fucked up about it, too, is you had the cornerback line up right on him, five yards, like, yeah, I'm going to give you that bump when you, yeah. when you run, yeah. if you run. Because usually a quarterback who lines up as a wide receiver never actually leaves the line no, of scrimmage. of course not. Never happened. Yeah. So they're just like, yeah, we're going to do close coverage on you. The, the safety actually walked, walked over because yeah. it's like, this guy's actually pretty fast. So just in case, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the high coverage. And he ran the fucking route. Not only ran the route, they threw it to him. And they clocked him as oh, they should. What the I was hoping fuck he was gonna thinking? get it. He's gonna make it happen. No, no, bro, what you're gonna you get thinking? it, bro. Like I don't care who you are, how good you are as anything. On a football field, it's a place you take out your rage. And he, he I knew when I saw that, I'm like, dude, like they just put like their this. their precious diamond on a they stone. They wait. <laughs> they wait for quarterbacks to come out of the pocket so they become a legal runner. Yeah. 
And whether they throw that ball or not, you're they hit it. them every time. Oh, you're is, that, is that how it works? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So imagine Jeez, you man. made your quarterback a wide receiver and actually open made season on you, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's Once that ball season. goes in the air and you put your fingertips on him, uh, yeah. you're a dead man. <laughs> no, you don't have to put your finger. You just got to make an attempt to catch the ball. It's fair play, bro. Yeah. And you know, like, from the time the safety came down to, to like, high coverage, I'm like, they're going to wait till he oh, go up, and they're going to catch him midair. And they did. And that boy's <laughs> career is over. You know what I mean? Long story short, he was a breadwinner for his family. It fucking sucks, man. And, like, it's done. You know what I mean? But off. they did have to pay out the rest of his contract. What? A, it doesn't Thank matter. God. Like... You, it could have been worse. He sent him to the yeah, Browns, yeah. man. But it could have been worse. Career suicide. Could have been worse. It could have been worse. Not the Browns. It could have been worse. You could have been dealing with someone with a severed spine. Yeah, yeah. You could have been dealing with a lot of shit. It could have been nothing. Well, it still can be nothing. And five years later, he's gonna kill his whole fucking family. But yeah, you know and going back to the God C forbid. going back to the, the, <laughs> the CTE. They dug up what's his name's body, or they whatever. No, I think they kept pieces of his brains. Uh, Hernandez. Yeah. And doctors inspected, and they said it's the worst CTE they have ever oh, yeah. documented yeah. since they started well, yeah, documenting it. He he played when he played. He was like a raging bull. Like yeah. back in Miami, like oh. in Florida, all the way up into the Patriots. Yeah. Like, he was one of those guys that like Hard loved nose. contact. Yeah. yeah. Like okay, once yeah. the ball was in his hand and you were in front of him, he was shoulders down. Over. Get out my way, you know. Like he was a beast, bro. That makes sense. I and mean, like it, it just him, yeah, Junior Seau as well, who was somebody that they realized like had insane. Like, but him, understand? Like, he was a linebacker. Yeah. So it's like sure. you're you're running into the line of scrimmage all the time. Fine. Like obviously you're gonna have some some bad situations. And a lot of people on. think like this helmet thing protects you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. of course not. Like when you have a helmet to helmet like connect, it's like you're. It's like. I don't know how to explain it. It's like your head is stuck between like a ring it's and bell. Instant yeah, it's instant whiplash. It reverberates, like, And you're just like, what yeah. the fuck? Because yeah, yeah. you know it's like, we don't get these crazy CTE stories from rugby players. No. They don't wear any padding whatsoever. No. Outside of like maybe the shit to protect jock their ears. And, and the jock, exactly, yeah. the jock strap. But they go full blown, like they hit each other, everything. But because they're not wearing these pads, I mean, yeah. they protect their vital points. Right. Not only that too, I find like, even though rugby, rugby, because it's not padded, they don't do head-to-head -head shit. They'd be oh, like, nah, not. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, <laughs> like, you see them running full Makes speed, sense. and then yeah. it's brace Break for impact. For, yeah. So it's like, they always, like, let up a bit. Yeah, yeah. They always slow down, because they know it's like, I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, like, even, like, football, because it's, like, a stop-and-go type of sport, it's very momentum-based. Like, you could come off the line of scrimmage, like, as a raging bull. Your adrenaline goes down. Yeah. And then a corner could just be waiting for your ass. And blindside, gone. Yeah. It's dangerous. It's. I had a friend, actually, who uh, I was at the bus stop. I think I was going to your house with Jason. But, Probably. like, I met up before. Actually, I was coming from class. And she has a six-year-old son. And she's like, do you think he's too young to play football? And as a person who played football and who loved the sport, <laughs> I kind of like it puts it in perspective. And I was like, don't ever yeah. sign yeah. him up. Yeah. Don't ever. And she's like, why? You played. What's wrong with it? I'm like, yeah, as somebody who played, listen to me. Don't do, do it. Do not. Don't sign, do it. Sign him up for tennis or some shit. Not football. Football. And I think even even that as like peewee age, like, bro, that's dangerous. Like, I it's think so, about it now. Because their brains aren't even developed. They're developed. And it's crazy how much I don't I don't I don't, I don't want to go on record saying that we could tie this together, but like a lot of inner city kids play sports and football is a very accessible sports for inner, and it's like a raging sport. You do get adrenaline, like you really want to hit your opponent like the hardest you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think that's something should be, you know, put out there for kids to even understand. And some coaches are. Whew. Uh, like if, not... if I were like, because for myself, I don't have kids, but like, I have a lot of like nieces, little cousins, everything. Dude, you could play basketball, you could play soccer, yeah. you could do tennis, whatever, track, all that shit. But when it comes to like sports like football, hockey, like, no, like, uh, I agree with that like, shit. You uh. can, like, it, at, at this day and age, we know the dangers, especially at a young age, the dangers that 
can come to a child's body playing those physical sports, you're just being a completely irresponsible parent or guardian. How many times have out. a coach told you take him out? Only if you're pl- playing like shit. No, no, take him out like you're a opponent. Oh, oh, like take him out, yeah. Bro, the number of time, like, and Dude, I played, I played, I was a We've had someone, end. they've taken you off the field because you didn't hit someone hard. Hard enough, enough. Yeah, yeah, I've had that. Like, come on, man. Yeah. I've had that, and you know, you obviously get the slur with it, you're a pussy, you're playing like a girl. Playing like a little bitch, you know it's what I mean? Crazy. Yo, you had him right in your sights, why don't you just fucking lay him out? It's like, it's crazy. How old are you 12 saying? 12-year-old kid, for yeah, Christ's 12. sake, bro. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to think, and that's like the mentality you're raised with in that culture, like, you constantly have to be like a raging bull. Oh, yeah, that's the thing to me. It's like to the to glorify like raging out like that is to think uh, it's just gonna stick to this one thing. You know what no, I mean? Like you bleed, start it raging, into yeah, you'll bleed life. into everything. Yeah. Because especially like you look at most situations, these kids are having practice three, four times a week outside of going to the actual game. Right. So it's like it becomes habit. And I mean, even when you go to NCAA, you might have a two a day. Oh no! When you're at that level, yeah, you're having a two a day. Yeah, at that level, it's, it's, it's every day. It's, yeah. it's you. You wake up in the morning. You, you have lift practice, weights. Then you go to your classes. Then you go to practice right. again. Then you have your weight Rates. training, yeah. and then you're running you go scrimmage. Home you're and doing study. all sorts of shit. And this is your routine every day. Like every single day, this is what you're doing. So until you play your game, and then and I mean, it's, it's sad to day. see. Like even as adults, like how many NFL players have? I think. There's a large percentage of NFL players who have domestic abuse cases against them. Huge. Which is crazy. No, but that's like what I'm saying. Well, it's not surprising because the majority of domestic abuse situations happen from men. But not only that, I think (laughs) what what also needs to happen is that the NFL needs to take responsibility, create programs, create something to sort of like help. Better outreach. Yeah, help their players. Because on on the back of these men, you're making billions of dollars. And while one part of their life is going good, every other aspect is falling apart. Yeah. I feel but like, I mean, to yeah. the NFL, it's like these players are cattle. You know what I mean? It's like you yeah. don't care about cattle like that. Yeah. One of them fucking breaks his legs, you just get another one. Like, what does yeah, it matter? Exactly, because if the NFL actually cared, they would implement a lot more mental evaluations and psycho evaluation to make sure that their players have proper mental health, that they're taking care of themselves. You know, not more so than just physically taking care of themselves right. like you're living a life and you're taking care of your mental state to the point where when you come outside of like the physicality and and the adrenaline rush and the strain that gets put on you from this sport right you're going back into society as a tempered and, and relaxed human being it's no yeah. different than a soldier who goes to war you know what i mean you spend six months on the battlefield you gotta be reconditioned before you enter in back into general population, yeah. and I think they, that's something that should they should look into. And I think that's what really deterred me from being a supporter of it. Yeah, as much yeah. as I love the Giants, I'll support them, but something gotta give. Yeah, I agree. Getting to that point, man. It, that it's point. scary. All right. Any final thoughts outside of this? Any final thoughts outside of this? That's <laughs> oh, your answer right there. <laughs> it was a good episode. We appreciate you stopping by. Oh, thanks yeah, for having I me, think man. It, yeah, I enjoyed it. You should come back. We can close this case. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely come back, and we will definitely revisit your podcast. It was fun when we were over yeah, there. I had a little blast. Sure, for sure. nah, I didn't even thanks. see time pass. <laughs> did you listen to it? Yeah, I did. I am. Yeah, yeah. I like the way you guys do it. I like your I, style. I am it's a, a bit con- faithful listener now. Ah, nice. Love, thank you. I love your thank podcast, you. man. You guys have a good. I do have to say though, the way you guys edit it, it's provoking sometimes. It, but it's fun. It it's fun yeah, provoking. It's it like does you, strike me because like I'm such a person that's like, I get so deep in my thoughts. There yeah, you go. Yeah. That like when you just like when I hear that music hit and then it's a new conversation, I'm just like. No, why'd you do that? I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready. No, 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 no. I like, yo, that's the thing is that what y'all don't know is you're the rare person that most people like have attention problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. They love the fact that it jumps back and no, forth. I'm, no, it's entertaining because it's kind of, because also too, it's like it. when you get, t- when you don't want to hear something, you're like, ah, it's just going to be a few minutes of this. It's going to go back to something yeah, yeah. I that's like. That's crazy because like I'm usually the type of person that like I love sensory overload. Yeah. Because yeah. like I was the type of person like when I, Back when I was in university, I couldn't study 
unless like I had a bunch of things on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I would have my TV going, yep. I would have music on, my window was open so I could have like outside <laughs> yeah, sound. Like yeah. I needed like sensory overload yep. because all these things are happening so I can't focus on any of them. I would focus on my studying. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. So, no, no, but it's a now, real philosophy, like, that idea. It's yeah, like, but now when it comes to, like, usually when I listen to podcasts, I'm at work. So, with my work, I'm my focus is on, like, what I'm doing. But at the same time, the podcast is the only other distraction outside yeah. of the work I'm doing. So, I'm listening, and I'm, like, I'm so heavily, like, invested in whatever's yeah. being put in my ear. That when I hear the music, and, like, my thought is still with that one thing, I'm just, like... Fuck! <laughs> but then the next conversation starts up, and then like I jump in on that. I was like, "Yo, this shit is deep." You get even more involved. It's it's. I, yeah. I listen to it on my commute. Like I go back and forth to work or from work to school. Yeah. So it's fun. Like you're in. You. I love it. Like don't get me wrong. Like keep it up. I, lo- no, I like. I'm the not fact offended that, regardless. No, I like the oh, fact man. that it's like, different your, too. Your right? style I'm a, is very different. And, and I, I, I appreciate different. You know what I mean? But like it really sometimes throws me, man. <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's because it's, it's I don't know if you guys you guys cut it up in a particular pattern because I'm, yeah, I'm not I gonna to lie make it. I have once, once maybe twice, try to jump ahead to find the continuation of it. And I'm no, like, no, 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 you just, it doesn't work. Yeah, not gonna <laughs> happen. Lasers on the ride for a reason. You gotta it, it let just the laser I'm like, ride. Oh, I gotta bro. go back. You know, just what I mean? let but it ride. No, actually, this next week we got some like cutting room floor stuff from the episode you guys were on. Oh, it's yeah. got all the the whole time we were talking about basketball. Yeah. Which like a lot of this shit we talked about came up. Like we talked about DeMar DeRozan being a bum. <laughs> yeah, they, they traded his ass. Talk about the Lakers and fucking yeah. now LeBron's on the fucking Lakers. We talked about Dwayne Casey needing to get fired. Yeah, he got yeah, fired. He got fired. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, even the whole uh, Chris Paul so story think, with Chris Paul not being is, able to step up and beating out the. Yeah. I think what you're saying is we're profits. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take that. That's blasphemy. No, I will take it. I, I feel like the universe speaks to me at times, which is why we have this podcast. The universe is channeling the energies through us, and we need to give it to the people. Whatever you say, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, no, nah, he's not saying, with you on this. Him <laughs> saying what we talked about weeks ago is relevant today. It's relevant dope. today is because yeah. the universe is working through us. I just think because we're today. conscious beings. I don't think it has that. Maybe that's the way you put. It. I say that we're conscious. We're well aware. We're well informed. Look, for individuals. you, as, as a Christian man, God works. It's not having to do with my religious way. belief. Because I don't even like to attach myself way. to Christianity. I'm putting it in, in my ener- energetic and spiritual. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. I believe no, I agree. I think we're saying that we're, it's semantics at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, 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 he just likes to push my button. <laughs> you figure that out from the before. Devil's advocate's crazy over here. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the Christian drop. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's always a hot word you could just throw in there. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy it, that Christian is one of them. <laughs> but I was bigging you up. Like, come on. Right, while well, just kicking me while no one's watching. <laughs> I literally said. It was a backhanded compliment. No, it w- not at all. <laughs> But like I said, it Namaste. was fun. Oh, we should do it more <laughs> yeah, often. Yeah, yeah. No, man. definitely. So for the listeners' sake, tell them how they can reach you and your podcast. Yeah, there's uh, Lasers on the Ride podcast. Uh, find it anywhere. That's the magic of it. You know what I mean? Wherever you get your podcast. Google it, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, you got any last words for the people? Stay positive. Like I said, put good energy out there. You're going to get it back, man. That's all I got to say. Holla. For myself, man, I want to... Th- Thank Mike for coming out. Amazing guest. We had a great time, a time here. Man. You know you, how you can reach us as always. We're on Instagram, Don't Be Mad Pod. We're on Twitter at Don't Be Mad Pod. We're on Facebook, Don't Be Mad Podcast. And for listening and sharing and rating and subscribing and all that good stuff, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on iHeartRadio. Website. That's what I'm talking about. Wherever you get yeah, it. Rob Podbean. <laughs> we're on all that shit. We're not on SoundCloud. Sorry. We're not there. We're not SoundCloud on YouTube Day. yet. Soon we will be. Yep. The Don't Be Mad podcast. Keep listening, man. Listen, share, rate, tell your mothers. Subscribe. Tell your fathers, your friends, your family, and your pets. Have a good Yo. week, guys. Peace. Peace.